TAFE Queensland acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and respect the continuing connection to land, waters, cultures and family that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples uphold. We pay respect to Elders past, present and future. We recognise that teaching and learning has taken place on country for over 60,000 years and two-way learning is an important part of our reconciliation journey. Hi, my name is Catherine and I'm the host of the podcast My Study Journey. In this season, we go on a discovery journey to learn more about Australia's Indigenous culture and listen to inspiring stories of our First Nations peoples and students. You're listening to Connecting Cultures. My brand is called Musu Arsene Apparel. And that word Musu is derived from Kalalagoya language, which is a Torres Strait dialect. You're listening to Lucas Shoba. Lucas is originally from Darwin and moved to Queensland to complete his last two years of school. His passion at a young age was art, and he had always dreamt of starting his own business and brand in art and apparel. He decided it was now or never and enrolled into the Certificate 4 of Entrepreneurship and New Business at TAFE Queensland. Since then, he has secured a First Nations Artist Grant through Arts Queensland, launched his clothing and apparel brand, and will be seeing his designs on the catwalk in the near future. This is how he did it. So I was always a creative child growing up, would always make art and stuff, but never seriously. I think it was only once I moved down here to Brizzy, away from my family in Darwin, that I like kind of saw it as a good way to, to reconnect to my family in Darwin, like practice my culture more and yeah, stay connected to my Torres Strait um, and Aboriginal heritage. Can you tell us a little bit more about your cultural background? My dad is an Austrian man. So he was born and raised on the Gold Coast. Um, my Omi and Poppy came over from Austria from the war and they grew up all over the like east side of Australia. Um, and then for work, my dad went to Darwin um, and met my mum up there. And my mum was born and raised in Darwin um, and her mum was born and raised on Thursday Island in the Torres Strait. My whole cultural background is Austrian, Croatian, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander as well as there's like some Malay descent in there as well from the Torres Strait side. So it's super big, just random mix. And whenever like someone asks me to identify myself, I just say that I'm a Wutati, Yadakana, Kodaleg and Yinjibanji man. Always like to acknowledge them other cultures and backgrounds as well. Um, just because, you know, without them, I'll, I wouldn't be here where I am today. What was it like when you were growing up in Darwin? Like the culture that I was surrounded with growing up was mostly my Torres Strait Islander side growing up um, in Darwin. Um, going over to my dad and pop's house and just learning, learning about you know respect and yeah, just little like cultural like customs and learning bits of language and I don't know, just being surrounded by by families, Torres Strait Islander families and Aboriginal families, um, community as well, like heaps of aunties and uncles and stuff that would come around and play cards at my nana's house. That you know we're just our family as well and just super big extended family. One thing from my father's side as well. Fortunately, um, he's very strong in his culture as well, as um, an Austrian man. On his side, they're all chefs, or my dad's side. My dad is a good cook and my poppy was a um, really good chef. And my Omi and poppy and all my dad's family used to run hotels and restaurants and all around here in Brizzy and up in Mount Isa and Groot Island. And my dad, yeah, would always just 
yeah, share his culture through cooking and get to still be part of that living down here now with my dad's side of the family that lives down here in Brizzy. So the Torres Strait is islands in the, in the oceans above the tip of Queensland. Can you explain what the Torres Strait is like and if it's easy to visit there as a tourist? Anyone can go up there, but I think it's just minimal in the like accommodation and stuff like that. And I think they're trying to grow the tourism side of things, but it's a beautiful place. There are a whole bunch of different islands. Some of them are like volcanic, like tropical islands. Yeah, it's beautiful up there and beaches are amazing. The water's crystal clear. Yeah, heaps of fish, like you drop a line in anywhere, you'll catch fish type thing. And yeah, it's just beautiful. So you grew up in Darwin. What was school like? Now in Darwin, school was fun. Would run amok a little bit and just do typical boy stuff in school. Didn't really take it too seriously, especially in Darwin. But then, of course, yeah, moving to boarding school, that really changed things and, um, yeah, made me think that, yeah, academics, like, could be a good way. I saw the, the potential, like, to achieve stuff through academics and stuff. Why did you decide to come to Queensland to go to boarding school? I was just about to start year 11 and my brother had been down in boarding school uh, his year above me and he went to Ipswich Grammar. He just said he liked it heaps. So came down from Darwin to Brizzy to study at Ipswich Grammar. So I boarded there for two years and that kind of opened my eyes to like there's stuff outside of Darwin. You know, I could go places and kind of do whatever. So I decided to stay down here and study at uni down here. So yeah, after year 12, I just moved down. And yeah, been in Brizzy ever since. Was it hard being so far away from home? Yeah, once again, like, you know, being away from family, it made me realise how important staying connected to family is in any way. And for me, that was yeah through practising culture, mm. through art, dancing as well. So boarding school, um, heaps of Aboriginal and Torres Strait boys who are still my brothers, you know, to this day. Then moving to Emmanuel College for uni. Yeah, there was a close-knit community of young Aboriginal and Torres Strait men and women there and they're my family that live here now so all of us mob we have a dance group together so yeah we we dance and practice culture and you know if one of our mates families send food down from the Torres Strait like fresh seafood we'll all get together have a big feed of fresh seafood from the Torres Strait and yeah we we really like lean on each other for that support like that family support so. So art is your passion when and how did you start to think it could also be your career? See, I always dreams of trying to pursue my art. Like even while I was studying at uni, I would do little graphic design, little jobs like the Grubrumpa student logo, which is the indigenous collective at UQ. Like just design a little logo for them and did other little jobs for my parents. Or um, yeah, like designed a couple jerseys in the past and just always thought I wanted to pursue like a little business in apparel type of thing and in art. Yeah, and it was since COVID and stuff and just the way that information was being shared and everyone had been learning a lot more about like social justice issues and stuff like that. Me and my cousin from Darwin made a little brand. It was called Black Seed previously and it focused heaps on social justice and um, we had clothing as well and it got super draining just trying to keep on top of all that social justice stuff and I still, you know, fight for my mob every day but I think my role now is to share my art and bring people together through my art and clothing yeah and that's why I moved changed black seed into musu just to focus more on my art 
and apparel. Totally want to um, like you know showcase Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture for the beauty of it all. And yeah. How did you come up with the name for your brand? So my brand is called Musu Arts and Apparel. And that word Musu is derived from Kalalagoya language, which is Torres Strait dialect. It means the internal embryo of a coconut that has germinated. If you ever see a coconut with a little green shoot coming out the top, if you crack it open to the shell and open that up, you'll see a little like white fleshy fruit inside and that's called Musu. And that can be eaten the flesh of the coconut at that time as well is nice and soft and that can be used on your skin and your hair as coconut oil. Or, you know, if it's got them shoots pointing out of the top of the coconut, you can just plant that coconut and a new tree will grow. So that's my brand. That's kind of the symbol, the like metaphor for it is that, you know, heaps of potential inside of that coconut. Yeah, just like unbounded potential. And you can't really see it from the outside either. You have to, like, you know, you have to look in type of thing. So my art is contemporary Torres Strait Islander designs with Aboriginal designs as well, mostly influenced by my upbringing in Darwin. What were those influences? In the Northern Territory, going out, my dad's job takes him all over the NT uh, to remote communities and all that. And when I was growing up in Darwin, he'd always take me or my siblings along with him, mostly to help out with the driving because it's like so far away, these communities. And we just see such amazing landscape and get to go into these communities and he would do his work and we would hang out with the mob there, have big like feeds there and sleepovers and stuff like that. And all of that influenced me, you know, growing up, even just going fishing on weekends or going um, hunting or something like that, you know. Yeah, that just all influenced my art and my style. Translating that now to apparel. So I've got an awesome fashion mentor, Kerry Zinius, and she's just amazing with helping me bring my ideas that I would sketch on paper into like actual garments and getting in contact with people that will know how to do the things that I want to chuck on garments, you know, put it all together, like assemble it all. And I'm fine with that, you know, being the creative mind behind it all and then finding ways to get those garments created properly. Like, yeah, that's my kind of role in it all for the apparel side. Once you decided that you wanted to follow your dream in arts and apparel and start your own business, how did you make it happen? So I enrolled into a certificate for in new business and entrepreneurship. And that was a, um, a short course just for me to yeah, help get my ideas and write it all down and look deeply into everything and try and set myself up for starting a business. And so I undertook the course and there were a few like assessment pieces that just required me just to write out like my business plan and um, do some budgeting and look into other competitors and stuff and what my customers may look like and where I'm spending my time and stuff like that and yeah it all just helped a lot just yeah looking into stuff that I might might not have even thought about if I hadn't done the course I still even look back at those documents today and and edit them and tweak them to what I'm thinking now for my business like a few things a few ideas of mine have changed and yeah putting them into that plan um, into those spreadsheets and following that as a guideline. Yeah, totally looking back at those all the time, so. So you're lucky enough to be the recipient of the grant from Arts Queensland to help you launch your label. What was that process? How did that all come about? While I was doing my certificate at TAFE, my mentor, kind of teacher mentor, 
her name's Alice Langford. She came across a grant for First Nations creatives, First Nations artists, while we were like having a study sesh and it was like due in two days. She was like, oh, I should totally go for this. And I was like, the grant application's due in two days. I'm like, no way. So anyways, I rang them up and asked for an extension and they gave me a week extension. And that week, me and Alice smashed together this application um, with like a project proposal and like a budget and stuff like that. And it was all based around Musu. So we put it together, fortunately got the grant, which was so good. And that's just like, you know, driven me to just achieve as much as I can with Musu. I've had heaps of like opportunities come out of that as well, like going down to Melbourne and meeting with fashion designers and artists and so many creative people put me in touch with mob here as well in Brizzy and yeah it's just been crazy so that's where I'm at at the moment is trying to fulfill those like projects for that for that grant and um yeah it's gonna be cool. So you've finished your studies with TAFE Queensland you secured your grant and your business is being launched what is life like for you now what are you up to? So I'm working part-time studying part-time I'm doing my my business part-time, my art. I started doing a bit of modelling recently as well, which has been cool and allowed me to express myself a bit more creatively as well. Dancing still with my dance group there and trying to balance, you know, social life on top of that. Training for uni games, National Indigenous Uni Games. We're taking it pretty seriously because we want to win this year. So I've got a lot going on. Is it easy to stay on track with your business and, and everything with all of that going on? When I'm doing my business work, I try to I honestly try to follow those documents from TAFE just to make sure I'm on the right path still and yeah, not getting carried away because it's so easy to get carried away, you know, with stuff that you might see on TikTok or Instagram or saying like you'll see like some cool trends and you'll be like, oh, like I could totally see like Musu going down that route or saying, or I should do that, but make it like my art style, like because that's trending right now. And yeah, you just got to just stick to trust the process type thing and stick to your plan. The main experience, and I've spoke about it just this whole time as well, was just moving down from Darwin and realising like, you know, for me for that, like, you know, that keeping connected to culture thing is like, you know, like you don't know what you got till it's gone type thing and like calling home and stuff and just hearing the mob saying that like they're proud of me and for me to keep going and having like those deep chats, you know, with my parents or with my grandparents up there as well really gets to me. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of an experience that, that has made me into the man I am today. Like, you know, of course I came down here for school and then my next goal was, you know, to finish uni. But then throughout that, I realized, okay, maybe I should do something else. And then now I've got all these other goals and they've all shaped me to who I am today, which is, I feel like I'm real, like just a creative person. And I just wanna, just wanna be able to tell everyone that, you know, they can, chase their dreams, whatever their goals are. If, if your goals shift, just follow them, you know, be a chef or be like make videos or be an interior designer or whatever, like just chase your dreams. Just follow everything with your heart. Cause yeah, you know, we're only on earth once and you know, you gotta make the most of it. My dad always says to like, you know, you can wake up with like storm clouds over your head and be a grumpy person, or you can wake up smiling and have rainbows over your head and attract people and attract opportunities and make the most out of your life and that's what I try to do every day is just make the most out of my life and follow my goals and yeah. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us.
at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.